this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Welcome back to our part two sit-down chat this week with Miss Catherine Edwards. Now, if you haven't heard part one, check it out yesterday. We catch up. We talk all about updates on RHOBH. We talk about what we've heard from behind the scenes filming this season, Dorit's home invasion, the absence of Kathy freaking Hilton, what we've heard some storylines are going to be, and really what's going on in the real world with all of our Beverly Hills gals these days, what we know. That was yesterday. We just catch up with Catherine, and we do Beverly Hills, Hot Topics, and all sorts of other things going on. Now our conversation continues, and we are about to go deep on the RHOP reunion, this whole season on RHOPH that happened that ended, you know, a week or two ago. And Catherine's never watched Potomac before this season and the reunion. So it's, it's really kind of, I mean, I, I love this conversation because you just get different perspectives. You know, she's still trying to figure out, like, who's this Giselle? And, like, why do Giselle and Karen have beef? And, you know, what's a hot box? And what's a sing-sing? And all of that. So that is about to happen right now. We're about to deep dive on Potomac. Yesterday, we did Beverly Hills. And at the end of this talk, we get into everyone's favorite new show, R-H-U-G-T, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Stay tuned for part two of our sit-down chat with Miss Catherine Edwards. Well, if you have nothing else, to, do you have anything else to say about Beverly Hills? Because I was going to say you want to talk about no. Potomac. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Let's talk. So now you <laughs> are new to Potomac. Like you've never really watched Potomac before. Correct. So did you, 
know what the hell was going on at the reunion? Like, how did you know, like, who was who? You just I'll kind tell of you, figured I, it I, out? I, I probably will, like, not know some of the names, maybe, right? Like, um, I know who Candace is. I know who Wendy is. I know who Karen is. I know who Giselle is. Ashley. I No, I know all of them. And Mia. And Mia. I know them all. Okay, I know them all. I know them all. I watched, I probably started, um, well, maybe I saw the majority of it. I started when Mia came in. No, not Mia. Wendy did the reveal of the boobs and the butt. And then they kind of wanted That's pretty back in the season. You watched Okay, I saw that. Yeah, I maybe missed some episodes, but I could pick up what happened because they give you like the recap. And and so I could see, but I don't know the history of like how the friendships were formed. Like, I don't understand like, you know, how they've come to hit, like, why do Giselle and Karen dislike each other? But I think they like each other. But they they fought. I got it. They used I to think bad. like they're the two leads of the show, for lack of any better word. I mean, sure. The mm. rest of the cast could argue, but I can guarantee you, nobody listening to this will argue. I mean, just in terms of, mm. and I so that. I'm not even personally. I don't really buy it. Like I just think it's like we have to have the a, show. The TV yeah. show, and they have respect for each other, though. Yeah. I think, listen, I think Giselle and Karen probably go to bed every night saying, thank God the other one's on the show. Thank God. Thank God there's a Karen and thank God there's a Giselle because that's easy. Like we, we right. know what we're going to do. I mean, do I think they right. phone each other and say, I apologize now for the next six months, let's spar? Maybe, no. I don't think so. But I think it's, I think it's all put on for the show that they mm-hmm. don't really hate each other, hate each other. Have they ever had like really serious, like, things that they've done or said about each other that where it's unforgivable because what didn't they even say on the show like we don't um when they were talking about Candace and how Candace comes so hard for everybody and she spits venom she really does spit venom um in the other the other women said you know we just don't fight like that and in and so yeah it's kind of true I mean, mm. you know, Karen and Giselle have said a lot of things to each other, but nothing really, even when it gets personal, it's about Giselle's like pastor who she, he cheated on her multiple times and she's gone back. Like even when it gets really low and they don't go low, there's something about it. It's not real low. It's not like right. Vanderpump and like Kyle of like, this friendship is over. It's never okay. like that. It's never like this is going to spill over to the real world. Look, do I think that mm-hmm. they like fight all season and then go out to brunch every day when they're not filming? No. no, like I don't think they're close, close. I think it's not fake, but I don't think they really, I think it's like we have they're to They're not losing on. sleep. No, yeah. and they're like, we have to hold on to the cash cow and we're not leaving the show. And like, we both know what we're doing and just show up and do the damn job. Okay. I don't think they take it personally. I think they're like, this is just the show. This is how it is. I do. Okay. So. I know a little bit. I know. Let me, let me preface this also. I know a little bit. I've seen. I don't know if it was like bits and pieces of reunions of last year. I, I, I saw that the Ashley girls. Husband. Is. To do they have an open marriage or they don't they did or don't or they something like that 
there, this is a kind of a Something. bit of a freaky deaky cast, right? And then Mia and her husband, she said on, on the reunion that they bring, she brings women home. She said that, did I get that wrong with the Nicki Minaj? She said that she brings like what she would bring women home for I him. Heard no her men say that, but I didn't know if that was like really a thing. Maybe that just, I glossed over that. I think it was. I think I huh. took it as it's true. I took it as it's true. I could Ashley, be wrong. I Ashley and Michael, I don't really understand. I mean, he allegedly grabbed a cameraman's butt like two years ago. And I mean, it was a thing. It was a thing. Like it was a thing where they had to put the cameras down and that was all out there. And I mean, he said on camera or whatever, I want to suck Juan's dick. And so what you so, they, they brought that up at the reunion i saw, yeah. i heard that so, no i didn't believe that like i thought that was just being no just that like, that's no, true that was well it was a thing and then right <laughs> that's why andy's like well ash like you know nikki was like well wait like ashley like let's i mean ashley says oh it's a, a, a lol it's fun and they're bros i'm like Picture Donnie saying that he wants to suck someone's dick. It's like, no, not every straight man don't just say this. Oh, no. This guy is either like a major freaking freak or he's gay. I mean, one of the two. No. Uh-uh. People thought he was Sorry. gay forever. It's he's weird. I've tried to get him on this podcast. I've tried to get her on this podcast. It hasn't happened. Huh. But I've tried. When people don't see someone here, it's not like I'm, I'm skipping over them, people. I, I don't play favorites. It's like, it just hasn't happened. I wow, would love, okay. I would love them together. That's really what I've tried many times. I want Ashley and Michael sitting here. A lot of people are just wary of my devious ways. And they're like, this isn't going to end well for us. So we're just going to pass. Well, I think. But, I th- but if you, you ask the, you ask real questions and if someone doesn't want to honestly answer them, it's not good. So uh, most of the Potomac people, I think, don't want to answer real questions. Giselle has been on here three times. Uh, <laughs> times. Harley. Giselle will be back next season. Um, I, I like her. I like her. Sorry, my dog. Um, who was your, so having never really watched it, like who's your favorite and why? Um, How about favorite? I do. I, I like Giselle and Karen. I like those two for different reasons. Um, I would kind of like it if they got to be friends or like were able to laugh together. And it's, I felt like they kind of did. It was weird because I, I feel like I'm coming to the party so late. Um, if I have a, a least favorite, I would have to say is the Candace chick just because of the way she talks to the other ones. She's, she's so angry. least favorite. She, she, oh, okay. Okay. She, she seems so freaking pissed. Like girl, like if it, the show is like that upsetting and it gets you so on edge and you want to snap back, you know, so hard, maybe it's not good for you. I don't know. That's, it just doesn't seem healthy for me. I, I felt like it was a little too aggressive. That's and then how she's been. And wait a minute, just to clarify, because I was I, I I was trying to pick things up. She got into a fight with someone before, a physical fight. Last season, she I've had I've had both Candace and the other person, Monique, on my show. She got into a physical fight last season with 
Monique. It was Potomac had a very slow start. I mean, I've even asked Giselle when she's here, like, do you realize like you were the ones that no one really cared about or paid attention to? And now like Giselle's like, yeah, we were overlooked. Last season was the season that really, look, Potomac was always there. I always watched. A lot of people watched. It was good. Nothing wrong with it. But last season was a physical, truly a physical fight. We're talking like fourth wall broken, production security on camera, running in to break up a real life fight. Lawsuits ensued in the real world after this. Because the thing is, I think the Bravo contract says like you can't, because of Danielle Stahl, right. like, you can't sue someone for for civil stuff. But I think when it's criminal, and then you could sue. I mean, this is outside of Bravo. This is the real world. Who 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 uh, started the fight? The who who got physical first? Candace. Well, that is a whole debate amongst millions of people. Now, technically, Monique, have to go back and watch this. <laughs> right, like technically, technically. Well, there's really no technical about it. Monique put her hands on Candace first. But Candace was, and I'm not taking sides, everyone, because I've had Monique and Candace on the show. Candace was like in her face, like with hands. Pushing buttons. So nothing was touched. So believe it or not, as this was being like, you heard about this a year before it aired because lawsuits and everything. But you would think that the world would have sided with Candace because Monique touched her first. But the resulting outcome was most people sided with Monique. Because they felt Candace. like Candace pushed, pushed her button so much. And always but. pushes. And there was a time in a townhouse where she pulled a knife on Ashley. Now, I'm ex- What? <laughs> well, it wasn't. Let me just explain. It wasn't like a knife like to her throat but she did there was a fight and just she, she her reaction was to pick up a knife i think it was a butter knife like it was a so but the point oh. is she picked up a, but i but she picked up what a knife a- so it was things of like so candace believe it or not most people were team monique on that situation which i didn't realize when i heard about it or was watching it, it was after i because i don't really read stuff i liked you know until you're going to come on my show i don't pay attention like, you know, mm-hmm. then when like Candace was coming on and Monique, I was like, I got to be up on this. I got to really understand. Right. And that's what I realized. And then when I had Candace on my show and there were two, and- I personally, as a person loved chatting with her. I felt okay. that she was real. I felt like I got real answers and I felt that and so a lot of people did comment like, wow, I see a whole different side of her which is not Uh really my goal, but she was, you know, she's studying for like, I think the MBA, like she's, I just got a different side of her. I'm like, I almost got a Uh side of like, she understands the job and she's doing the job. She don't want to go nowhere. She don't want to lose this, this paycheck. And she's really a lot more civil and just straightforward and smart and business savvy in the real world than we see on TV. That is the takeaway I got. But wait a minute, there are people who can be savvy and smart and, and, and have a good business. They're head, just crazy. But they have, but they have a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde side. And when they snap and they have a very short fuse, once they get there, you know, they lose it. And she just may be a person that just has no, um, 
no, no patience. When, when, when she loses it, she loses it. She loses it. And I think she even said on the show, like, I, I just, I forgot if it was the reunion or a different, like, I just see red. Like, yeah, I think she sees red. She needs she anger management. It. Yes. Yes. So then when I talked to her, I liked, but then when the comments came in, other than a few people that said, I see a different Candace, the majority of the 200 comments were, this is the most vile person in the world. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Everyone's team Monique. So that's when I realized, yeah. that's when I really realized how it's playing out. Cause it's when someone's on my show and then I read all the comments and I, okay. I, I don't delete, I don't delete the comments. It's like, everyone has an opinion. It's, you don't have to agree with yeah. me, you know? And right. I don't, I, I don't have a preference. I love Monique. I had Monique on my show. Love her. Right. Um, so, but most people were team Monique. And Monique and her husband, Monique actually is one of the rare people on a short list that quit Housewives. Like she truly did not get fired. We, how many people can we say that about? She went to the reunion. So like the thing is this happened, this fight. Right, and right. They, there was so all did, sorts of lawsuits. Who, who did they both sue each other? Or did Candace sue Monique? Or like what happened with the lawsuit? I well, forgot who sued. I think somebody sued somebody first. And then I think there was a countersuit. So I think Candace probably sued Monique first is what really happened because she's the one that had the hands. I, right. For like, well, I think she went criminal. Was she it hurt? Was criminal. Was she hurt? I mean, was there, was it a serious fight? Oh. I mean, did someone, did, was there blood? Did someone get hurt? I mean, was it just hair pulling and like scratching? Hair pulling, scratching. Right. Like there was no hospital stay or nothing no like that. No black eyes, no bloody noses. No, nothing like that. I mean, still, it, I don't, I, I don't excuse that abhorrent behavior by no means, but I'm just, you know, was the lawsuit because someone had to go get a tooth fixed nose? You know what I mean? Was it? And I think was it, it was like that? criminal. Like, I think it was like assault charges assault. or whatever. But wow. then, so I think it's like when all that happened in the lawsuits, Monique, and, you know, this was before the show. So like Monique and her husband couldn't really do interviews. And then, yeah. then during the season, I, when Monique was here, she said, Bravo basically said like, don't, you're off limits for interviews. Like, we don't want you to talk about this. And then wow. finally at the reunion, so think about it, it's like two years later, it's a reunion. And then that is where Monique and her husband, and by the way, this whole fight, this whole physical altercation was over, I'm, I'm oversimplifying, was over Candace perpetuating or starting, not really starting, but being friends with and giving life to a rumor that Monique's husband is not the father of one of her children. So, oh my gosh. Right. So this is out there now for uh, forever. So at the wow. reunion, and by the way, you would, Donnie, you know, this is all sports. The husband is, I think football. I think he's football. Chris Samuels. I think he's football. Spoken like okay. a gay man who doesn't know. He's some major sports. I think it's football okay. just based on his build. I don't think it's not okay. basketball. So he was, you know, he's like retired and- He said, but, forget it, we're out of this. He, he was like, we're not dealing. Right. So they sure. came to the reunion and finally, like Chris's point was like, I don't give a shit if you're Andy Cohn. I haven't opened my mouth out of, you've asked me not to for two years. This is actually where we're supposed to speak. And now they felt, and I'm not taking sides, they felt that they were getting 
gaslighted and Andy was favoring Candace and was coming down harder on them. And Monique, her, according to Monique, she says it was the reunion where it was clear of like, wait, I'm going to come back next season because she wasn't fired. And you're, this is, this isn't over. You're going to now gaslight me more with edits and all this. And Monique said also Mm. they told her to go to the wrong hotel. So like everyone was in one hotel and they told Monique, according to Monique, to go to a a different hotel so that by the time she got to the reunion, she'd be so fired up of like wrong hotel and no, where's my hair and makeup. This is just what she claims. And so it's like they, Monique was just like, I, I, I've got it. Like I, you know how sometimes housewives have to be fired. Wow. And then like five years later, they understand how the whole thing works. Monique was like, I, I, I understand how this whole machine works. And next season Ooh, you will wow. paint, you're going to paint whatever the narrative is. I have no control again over the fact that my husband may or may not be, you know, the father of my wow. child. So she's like, why would we ever sign up for this for your $300,000? Shove it up your fucking ass is basically what happened. Go Monique. Right. So when she was on my show, I was like, that's just the main thing I want to talk about. Like, I mean, the fact that you quit makes me that I love because it's like you're not a fame whore like you. That's Mm -hmm. what I like. Love you. But not for nothing. That's also why I love Ebony. That's why I love Ebony, because. Mm -hmm. Ebony's. Everything that happened on the show on New York is what Ebony stands for as a human being. If Ebony was a fame whore and was like, I want to hold on to this vehicle, she would have played. She would have said, wait, here are the reviews and people don't like this. And I'm going to pretend like I don't care anymore. So that is whether you agree, whether you like the show or not, I just go to the like, this person is basically saying like my integrity and what I care for is more is more important than the fame or the money from housewives. And there is no money in the first year. So whether you love or hate Ebony people, she is authentically herself. You might hate love her, them. but she's herself. So that's why I love right. Ebony. She's true to what she's talking about. I don't, what she's I don't need about. to agree with everybody's vision in the world. I just love when right. you're true to yourself. So that's why I love Ebony. And that's why I love Monique. Monique was like, oh, I got it. And she said it was at the reunion that she was like, the light bulb went on and she, she quit. She really quit. And the rumor wow. is that she, did they try to bring her back? They gave her a contract. They sent it out and she, or whatever. And she didn't, she's didn't like, no, it. thanks. So no, I thanks. think the rumor is that uh-huh. she might've saved Robin's job because Robin might've been gone wow. otherwise. Cause Robin it's, they say is just like Giselle's shadow. That's just what they say. I'm not saying it people. I mean, Nikki Minaj even brought it up at the reunion. So Nikki said it, not me. But, but, that's, but, Nikki, but, that's but, but Nikki, Minaj, Nikki Minaj said she liked Robin though. Because I, 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 I didn't see a storyline with Robin other than that she didn't want to get out of bed and maybe she was battling some depression from COVID. And I'm not saying that, okay. But I just, I didn't know what like her personality was. I didn't get anything from her to like her or dislike her. I think it's, I think she's going to be gone. I do. Either they're going to bring the same cast back. I just have a feeling they will bring everybody back except Robin. No offense to Robin. I just think that's the change that's going to be made this season. Maybe she won't care. I think it's time. What, what, okay. Can we talk about Mia? 
And I really want to talk about Mia's husband. Ew, ew, ew. That guy is so gross to me. Did you see the tongue roll in person or you just? Yes. No, not in person. No, on, on the show. I mean, on the show. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, or did you skip that episode? Ew. Yeah. Oh. It's freaky. <gasps> it's freaky that's to my, me. That's my worst. That's my worst kind of guy. Because you can just tell he doesn't, res- well, I, I feel like he doesn't respect women. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the kind of guy that just, yeah. Oh, I, that is it, my worst. Ugh. It's like old school, right? It's like, yeah. really, it's Nasty. nothing to do with his age. It's just that old school, like, I'm like take what I want. And you're just a, yeah, just, yeah. I love the fact sex. that, right. Ugh. I love the fact that my wife used to work at a strip club and he loves all that. Yeah. It's like it's old so, school. And in, in why did she, I mean, well, I shouldn't say why, because obviously you kind of got a feeling of, you know, why she is the way she is and, you know, she had a tough, but yeah, I would not be cool with my husband, like rolling and like sticking his tongue out to other, but th- she said that they bring other women home. Then I was like, oh, okay. Well, ew. She's an interesting one. Is this her first season? Yes. This is her first season. It's Wendy's second season. And the big thing with Wendy is Wendy was on this show last season. Well, she was on my show last season. I mean, she didn't seem to want to come back this season. I have no idea why she was going to come back and then she changed her mind. So there's some tea for you. Hmm. which I've never said anything bad about her, but also like not for nothing. If you can't handle someone saying someone saying something bad about you, then you're in the wrong. Business. You're wrong. Yeah. You should not be on that show. She, I, I didn't feel, I, I liked her. I, I mean, I was like, okay, you know, some of the, she would say one thing and then she would do another, you know what I mean? She would act like she was above it all. And, you know, with her degrees and she's a doctor and all of that, but then she'd get down and dirty. And, but I think that it's, she, I think that she is probably a heck of a lot more sensitive than she wants to let on to. Well, the big thing I said about her, which I stand by is she, I'm going to have to re-release her, her episode and let people hear it. Like she last season, she came on as a political commentator and professor like that's her true job she's very smart lots of degrees Mm -hmm. she talked about being a so when she was here of course I said don't change don't change I won't change so like the thing is she came back with the ass and with the the chest which is fine like I go for that whatever but it's just that's people's it's more like okay but now you have a candle business and like what happened to the professor I truly do think Wendy's very smart and she went home. I mean, she even said on my show, like, I didn't realize what was going on. You know how it is your first season. Nobody, you don't realize what is going on. Most people, there's no, no, no one pulls you aside and says you, they literally say we are filming. If you're going to fail, you are going to fail on your own. No one will help. No one. Right. No, for sure. She, I, I think she studied personally for me, I would have rather seen her maintain a little bit more of 
just not getting down to that level. I, I didn't, I, you know what I mean? I just didn't. But there's some people that can be very book smart, but not have common sense smarts. She's, and maybe she, she, she fights well with her words though. She has good, quick comebacks. Yeah, but she, a couple times, I felt like she just didn't need to get in the scramble and then like get into the fray with them. She could have just, you know, stayed out of it. That's where it's like, I think she came back with a plan. That's my only thing with okay. her is like, I, guess it, you have to, mm. I think she studied okay. and is like. To be popular, you got to come with the sex and the sex appeal and the booty and this and then that. And they, okay, baby. And, and get down and get down dirty when it doesn't involve you. And just, so that's when I'm like, mm. I, listen, I feel that I'm good at just knowing. I just, I think that she studied her whole life and this and that, but. You love the fame and that's okay, honey. It's okay. But yeah. you studied and now this professor, which in, at the end of the day, like we say, like they're going to laugh about housewives in 10 years when it's like, the, the, you, right. you actually have a career. Like that's, that, that's the golden right. standard. Like you have a life after this. Don't, don't right. give that up. Don't give that up, man. What are totally. you going to do for the next 40 years? So it's like, it's almost like I feel like she's just that student her whole life and did the right thing. And this is like, oh, right. fame. And I could be, that's just how I read it. Do you mm. have a preference of a one-wick candle or a three-wick candle, Catherine? Um, it depends where it is. I have many three-wicks in my house. I don't have a five or a seven-wick. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, I don't even know if I've seen a, like a seven-wick ever. Maybe. I, I take it back. I have... In my fireplace in my family room, I have these kind of two things that, and they, I have two five wicks on each of them because the fireplace is huge and it's stone. So I do have two, I do have two five wicks. There is the nothing wrong with but candles. No, no. Except you could burn the place down. Yes. Although like when they're self-contained, it's usually okay. Right. right? Yeah. But I, 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 don't, I love a candle. Like I, I like so to I. have a candle 24 seven basically. That's yeah. me. I mean, not when I'm not yeah. here or when I'm sleeping, but I like a candle burning <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. So I have a, I have a little altar in my bedroom. It's like my little prayer altar where I've got just, I mean, and really, I think I represent every single religious belief there possibly could be. And I have pictures of people that I've lost prayers for people that are sick and, and my bells, my Himalayan bells. And I think there's, seven or eight candles on this little prayer altar. And when I get them all going a couple of times, I'm like, I cannot forget to blow these out before we go to dinner. I will torch the house. Yeah. It gets scary. So listen, once or twice <laughs> I've gone out. I mean, I only light one, but I've gone out and then come back and been like, oh shit, I left the candle on. I mean, it's lower. It's like self-contained, but yeah, it's not a smart thing to do. Any, I, I put anyone a, that's a lighting timer. the old, the old school candle. That's like, that yeah. is, uh, you got to be crazy Danger. if that's what you're doing. Yeah. I, I put a timer on my phone. I say Siri, start a time for however long it is. And then I, it goes off and I go visit to make sure that everything's good. That's smart. I, <laughs> I prefer a three-way candle any day, all day. I in, a, my, in a glass. At my family's house for Thanksgiving, they had this huge, huge candle. And I'm like, I want to look into like, I mean, it was huge. I'm like, I need to look into like big candle, like a huge candle. I like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just love a candle. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com slash velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc style sandals, I embrace those feel good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at Crocs.com. Just use the code SANDALS20 at checkout. That's SANDALS20 at Crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. The holidays can be hectic, stressful, or downright uncomfortable. This holiday season, give the gift of comfort with Third Love, your one-stop shop for all the women in your life. Ultra-soft loungewear for mom, fun sleeper sets for your sister, premium activewear for friends, and luxe intimate sets for that special someone. Or treat yourself to Third Love. Get yourself the gift that you really want this holiday season. The best thing about Third Love is their fitting room quiz. It is such a detailed quiz in a good way that your bras, underwear, loungewear, and activewear are bound to fit perfectly. Bras are available in exclusive half cups. Underwear, loungewear, and activewear is available in XS through 3X. Feeling is believing. Upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash velvet. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash velvet. Well, I know what you guys were doing in the early 2000s. Millions of households across the world turned into watch contestants battle for the last rose or to be the final survivor on an island. Reality TV at this time was beginning to dominate the airwaves and every show needed to be bigger, 
flashier, and more scandalous than the last. But in the case of one infamous dating show, the real drama was happening off screen. The reality TV series, There's Something About Miriam, seemed like a pretty standard dating competition. Six young men vied for the affection of Miriam Rivera, a beautiful model from Mexico. But when Miriam revealed that she was a trans woman during the show's finale, the on-screen drama sparked an international uproar. Wondery's new podcast miniseries, Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera reveals what happened behind the scenes of this infamous TV show and how a multi-million dollar lawsuit and media fallout impacted the lives of Miriam, the contestants, and change reality TV forever. Follow Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash velvetrobe. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress level is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strained in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased and who's not going to judge you or take sides. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Behind the Velvet Rope listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash velvetrope. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash velvetrope. Betterhelp.com slash velvetrope. I know that we've been talking a lot lately about Dorit's home invasion and all these home invasions that are taking place in LA. And listen, if you want to make your home feel safer, there's no better time than right now. And this week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving Behind the Velvet Rope listeners early access to all their holiday deals, 40% off their award-winning home security. We love Simply Safe because it has everything you need to make your home feel safe. Indoor and outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. This is so important, you guys. And don't take my word for it. Simply Safe was even named best home security system of 2021 by US News and World Report. Take advantage of Simply Safe's holiday deals and get 40%, 40% off your new home security system by visiting simplysafe.com/velvetrope. Again, that's simplysafe.com/velvetrope for 40% off your entire system. And won't you sleep better at night knowing you have Simply Safe? Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Cuz we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. Um, What did you think of... Andy saying that Candace is a disaster on Twitter and Mia is also a disaster on Twitter. So Andy's now pointing out 
two people in Potomac that are disasters on social media, which they are. Do we, do we, do we think of someone else that we might know that's a disaster on Twitter? Oh, Instagram? oh yeah. And he never said that, huh? Ah, hmm. Wow. Right. I mean, Andy never said anything to Erica sitting face to face about her social media behavior. No, but when they had the reunion and he let the other wives point out that she shouldn't be posting those photos or whatever, he, they could have cut that out if he didn't want that to be said, but he personally does not say that. He doesn't say it. And he's, he said it here. That's all I'm saying. But, but, huh. But it's a different, I think it's, I didn't see um, Candace and Mia's whatever, what they're doing, but if it's going after each other and like with that cutthroat, Erica doesn't do that. No, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a different level of like saying that their Twitter careers are bad. I mean, Erica is like promoting herself, showing her ass, you know, doing all these sexy pictures and engaging every once in a while with some fans. That's true. She doesn't, she's not literally like taking low blow swipes at other housewives. Is she? No. No. Okay. They, they, they they take low blows at each other. So that is different. Okay. So that's, but still he, she gets a pass. There's no two ways about it. He gives her a pass that he doesn't give to the others for sure. I think, I I think that it, they, the Potomac women fight brutal. They're, they really are rough. That's a rough crowd, the way they go at each other. Could you imagine Erica in this crowd? I probably could. She'd probably go there with them. She would be good on Potomac. She could. She could go up against Candace. That would be epic. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, feel bad. I don't advocate for this kind of behavior out of people. This is a bad thing. But yeah, it's like the train wreck where you can't help looking when you drive by the car accident and you're well, just so is, grateful it's not you. <laughs> listen, I mean, mm. now that we have girls trip, anything is possible. Before we get to that, though, what did you think of Nicki Minaj coming in? Um, I mean, great, good. You know, when Annie said you don't have to be unbiased, you can have favorites, you can, you know, go at someone and... Okay, he should have told the women that maybe. But I mean, she was, I thought it was going to be a little bit more, to be honest with you. When it was over, I was like, that's it? Right. Like they she- do such a big sell. They, 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 I'm so tired of them selling, overselling the reunions and then not delivering. Yeah, right. Like when is the last time they really delivered at a reunion? To the point where they sold it. To, to match what they sold. No. 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 Right. Like, I didn't think Nikki did much. I did think certain questions, like, I'm not sure Andy ever would have asked. Like, when she said, like, let's go down the list. Like, you would have been with your husband if he didn't have money right. when you were 22. Right. And she's like, I'm not buying it. Give me a break. I thought that was right. a good question. That, that's maybe a, a question that a, a, a woman could ask another woman, right? Because as a woman, you can put yourself in that position. And if you would say no way in hell, but for him to do it, maybe it would seem a little bit. Um, like sexist. Yeah. yeah maybe. maybe. 
Yeah. I, I like that question. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Oh, I thought it was great. That that was a good question. And I do love just because she's Nicki Minaj. I mean, her going after Candace for the singing and being like, and Chris got really upset. Why? Okay. That's what I want to ask you. Wait a minute. First of all, I thought her voice sounded great. I thought she did a great job and to be put on the spot and knowing that, you know, some of these women really want to see you fail and she's still delivered. But why did the husband come on and then get in her face and like, tell her what was he pissed about? I think I could be wrong. I think, and Nikki has since tweeted, like, sit your ass down, bitch. Like she tweeted after, yeah, after watching the episode. Like, what was he pissed about? Because I, I don't even know where Nikki was when I was having, I mean, I think I'm just making this up. I think because she, he's her husbander, so he's like the manager. And I think because she did sing very well, so it all ended well. But I think because Nikki was like, wait, I don't understand. So like, what chart is that? And like, let me tell you how the billboard works. And like, that doesn't know. There's no way you went your triple platinum and you only sold three copies. Like, what is that? And how many copies did I think Nikki really took her to task? Because listen, Nikki knows the charts. She does know how that works more than but, you or me. But, or- but why was the why was he pissed at Candace for it though? What because she didn't like stand her was ground he, and but say was no. Was he pissed at her? I think he was pissed at Nikki. I think he was just like I'm pissed at this situation of like this oh, this oh, woman oh. came after like your career as if you're a joke and, but it did all end well. She's saying great. And her numbers were fine. But I think just the way that like Nikki was like coming after her career and he's supposed to be looking after that. But why didn't he come up to her and just say the hell with it, babe, you killed it. Like don't ignore them. Like give her like a pat on the back and tell her great job rather than coming in all hot and bothered because Nikki Minaj did what she was supposed to do. I have moments where Chris seems a little scary to me throughout the season. I've had moments. You mean like where you think like he gets like a little too rough or too verbally abusive? No, but just like, Mm. you know, that type that just has another drink and then another drink Mm. and you're just like, right. This is just my observation. Just like, you know, just like even... Like, you know, people like that, where you're just like, like you and I drink as the world saw on our whatever chat. And it's like, right. Like I become the funnest drunk because I'm a happy person. Like there's no, you know, if you start a fight with me when I'm drunk, then I'll come back at you. And then that might be ugly. But unless you actually come at me fighting, I'm like a happy drunk. So, you know, but you know, not everybody is a lot of people get start to go angry into a mode mean. when they're angry when they're drunk and then it's well, like you know just that stereotype of like let me have another beer and like and you're like this is just you know but but imagine when those two fight how brutal those fights are i mean he's got to fight with her and you see the way she fights so he's got to probably hold his own that's just yes. an angry couple yes Ain- Candace, Candace, I think if you have to give an award on this thing for like who can cut deep and just, I think Candace gets the award. Like, I think she's an assassin with her mouth. I do. I do. That's not a compliment. It's not a no. nice, that's not a nice thing. 
Whereas when, when Karen and Giselle were fighting, I don't know if you saw that like first word, like Karen's like talking about a hot box and a sing sing. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like, this is like hilarious. Like, yeah. What are you I saw talking that. about? Like, she doesn't when, even know what when, she's saying. Karen's just like, <laughs> I'm not going down without a fight against right. Giselle. And like, I don't even know what I'm saying. And then she's oh, talking yeah. about a ding dong. I'm like, she doesn't have a ding dong. This is a woman. What are you I, talking I about, when, Karen? What? When she said, like, they're like, what is the sing sing thing? Like, where did that come from? She goes, oh, it just sounded good. <laughs> oh, that was funny. But see, that's the kind of like, yeah, that, that's the kind of thing where even in the moment, you're, you know, you think, holy cow, was, was Giselle, you know, was she dating some guy at sing sing? Like, what does she know? And then, but then she cops to it instantly that she just made it up. It's hysterical. Even on Watch What Happens, <laughs> Andy was like, explain. And she's like, well, you know what a hot box is. Like, I don't need to explain that. And well, Andy's like, well, okay, but like, where is that coming from? And she's like, said something, there's rumors or it, it just, it was funny. It's like, right. I mean, and whatever, right. She doesn't even know what to say next. It's so, that's when you're like, who knew Karen Huger could be so funny? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, next are, season are they- should be good, hopefully. Are all those women coming back? We don't know uh, you yet. You said Robin. Okay. I mean, I just think that, well, they changed it up this year with Mia, so they could invite everyone back. But I just feel it's an opportunity to, like, get, like, listen, if you are there for six years and you are not bringing it, mm-hmm. whether you're just, at some point, you're just like, it's just an opportunity to bring someone else in. Like, let's see what happens with some newbie. That's my thing. I think she's going. I think it's Robin. I, that's just my prediction. I think they're going to add one person and get rid of Robin. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, as someone who really doesn't know the cast and watching it, it didn't, to me, didn't seem like she really cared so much about being there. And maybe she, I don't know if she does or doesn't. And so maybe if she wasn't, you know, invited back, she wouldn't care anyway. I don't know. But um I didn't feel like Andy loved Candace though. No, she's a necessary evil. I think Candace is a necessary evil. I think she's not going anywhere. She has, there's so much behind those eyes. Like you don't know what is lurking Mm. inside that little head of hers. You don't know what is lurking. And I think that makes her a definite to come back. I, I do. Who 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 threw the the lettuce first? Was that Candace that threw the lettuce or Mia? Candace threw who threw the most lettuce? Whoever threw the most lettuce went second. Second. I think that Candace threw the lettuce a little bit first. And then Mia threw like the whole salad. So no, 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 no. I think it's reverse. I think Mia threw one piece of lettuce and then Candace launched all of it back at her. Because I remember M- Mia walking away in like a, a whole lettuce bowl coming at her. I think you're right, actually. So that's yeah. where then it yep, had yep, some yep. flashbacks of last year. And that's okay. where people were like, Candace, mm. you haven't learned much. She's not going to back down. No, no. Uh, listen, I mean, I don't know. I don't. There were times I really liked her. I, th- I mean, I think she's a beautiful girl. I mean, gorgeous. She's gorgeous. I think she's gorgeous. I think her and Giselle are literally both drop dead gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. What about the outfits? 
I think my favorite look for sure was uh, Candace's look. And then I would have, I didn't like Robin's hair thing so much, but I liked, the dress was okay. You it's did just like it. Didn't, it was okay. I, 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 I didn't, you know, it's so really funny when you ask me, I thought in my mind, like I just remember them all looking good. And then I went back and looked at it because it was the last episode. And then I said, oh, no, 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 this is all wrong. I didn't really like any of it. There was no great, but you see how, what I mean, but like that, they always do a color. Like the last year it was yellow. Why doesn't great Beverly continuity. Hills do? They should. I, I like that. I like one color. I, yeah. Or just give it like shades of, of, you know, blue shades of, yeah. And or they're, like they're different production and... companies, but a Potomac has always mm. done a color. So like they pop in yellow, they pop in pink. I, I like that because yeah. you can really compare. Nobody looked great. I did like Candace's. I like the color of Giselle's. I didn't necessarily love the dress. Right. Right. And then, yeah, Robin's no. Wendy, God, no, that whole thing on top, like that shoulder. I was like, this is not right for this. You hated Mia's. I didn't mind Mia's like ostrich inspired look. Oh, I did not like it. No, did not I like it. It looked just, it. I, I didn't, the apple case, the, 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 the beading and the glitter work looked not quality to me at all. Looked really, I, it looked like something like from a bad quinceanera. Nobody stood out though. I, I agree. Nobody was like, wow. Wow. I oh, what about um Ashley? <laughs> the dress itself wasn't bad. Ashley just doesn't, I don't see the appeal to Ashley. That's me. Like I truly tune out when Ashley's on the screen. I do. Mm. I find Ashley yeah. like not even there. I, I do. I always have said this. She's just not there to me. I not kind of say way. agree. Yeah, yeah. Just you don't feel anything. I mean, that is also funny that Nicki Minaj came after her and was like, girl, you had no storyline. That was kind of, I thought that was a shitty, you know, kind of like a low blow. She had kids, you know, for God's sake. She, you know, and, and she did come out. I did see the part where she like came out and, you know, delivered the line and at, at Wendy and delivered the, the blow and then just kind of left. But and then Candace said, hey, she had to work. She had, you know, this is her job. Like she came out because she's got to work. Yes. Okay. I respect that. I mean, Ashley so also exactly- did give it back to Nikki a little bit. She's like, yeah. well, you know, I've been here six years and, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I pull my weight. Like, so good for Ashley. She doesn't care if that's Nikki Minaj. I think that people don't like Ashley because they can't stand the husband. That's my feeling. That's not the, the worst that's not the most incorrect feeling. Yeah, I, I think I don't like her too much because I feel like he kind of clouds my my views on her. You know, if she's with him, then what the hell's wrong with her? Did that you see the, the scene in the hotel? I don't know if you saw that. Well, they did like a cutaway at one point. I thought I saw something. I, I, I've seen little things here and there. So I know that the guy is like strong shit. Yeah. I could, how do you go? I personally, and granted, I'm really super like old school, like as far as like my marriage goes and, and I, I, I don't, 
mind any woman looking at Donnie and saying, wow, he's gorgeous. I'm like, isn't he though? Absolutely. Look, look away. You know, as soon as it gets disrespectful, I have an issue with it. But when it comes down to the whole bringing people in and being open to your husband sleeping with men, women, whatever, and just, hey, everybody get in where you fit in. Why be married? I mean, you have kids so for that. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm just old fashioned that way. I just don't understand no, I, I listen, I have said that many times, just be single. I, I say that all yeah. the time. I don't. And the and thing is they, like, if you both really want this, then it's like, okay, go for it. That's on but you. But if you don't really want this and you just don't want to be alone and you are afraid that this is what you have to do to stay or, married, then or, that's sad or you yeah you're doing it for the money like you're you're just with this guy and you're putting up with his behavior because wasn't it that he was in the hotel with some woman and then like she was like she had to come clean and say okay yeah i know we have an open marriage but now that she told him you know we'll putting this out on the table i don't want this life anymore i want it to just be us am i saying that wrong that's right right that's pretty much what happened okay but this that's a strange thing because unless they changed the rules after they were married, the, all of the rule changing and, and, and moving the goalposts once you're married, I always say if, if who two people are when they decide to get married and, and form a union and be husband and husband, wife and wife, husband and wife, whatever you want to call yourself, whatever you are, it's, it's a different, and people change and grow, but if you change who you are so significantly and the principles of what your marriage is based on changes so significantly and the other person isn't down for it. It's not, it's not the same marriage. It's not what you signed up for. And so when she married Michael, did he, was, was he swinging then? That I don't know, but I, I do think, yes, I think most, there's so many people that just, don't like the person that they're with period. And they don't want to be alone. That is the problem. Like I have no problem being single. I can tell you right now, if I get married, I will, this will be my best friend. I will be like attracted to you. Otherwise I love my life. I don't understand being that lonely or right. not wanting to be alone, that you are in a bad, that to me is, and I'm not judging anyone. I'm just like, that is a death fucking sentence of life to me. Cause there are 24 right. hours in a day. So whenever you're not working or whatever, and you are with this person that you, I just think people want to go be with like, you know, Gigi Hadid and whatever supermodel or whatever hot, like, but this is the reality of the world. And this is who you are with you just don't like the person and that's okay. But I don't know why you would stay married to that. That's my opinion. I understand children. And well, I mean, I, but I, but I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I buy, I mean, my parents are divorced. It, get over it. Like I don't buy, like I'm staying with this person because I, I just, but I don't buy it. When Nicki Minaj asked Ashley about Michael, she said, I'm attracted to him. He's smart. He's this, that. And, you know, I, maybe he's gotten a bad edit. I don't, I don't know, but there's enough about him. That's kind of creepy. I don't even, yeah, I, it's just, I, 
but she really, when she said that she's attracted to him and he's smart and he's funny and he's all of these things, I believed her when she said that. And so that's why there's menus. Everyone likes them different. I just think that's why we don't really necessarily like her. I think a lot of people that's, and he purposely didn't film that much this year. Like this was the least he was ever in the show. So somehow I assume he was home with the kids. Maybe that's how they got away with it. Cause you know, you can't just not film your family. They don't go for that. I mean, you also don't get the show. If you're in the mix and you're like my three people in my family or my husband won't come on, they're like, goodbye. And that's what happened to Sutton in the beginning. So I assume that he was home with the kids and that's how like paternity leave. I don't know what you want to call it. That's how they got away with not having him on. Because he's a big part of her storyline usually. And I don't think he likes it. I think that they're over it after being questioned and having your marriage talked about for six years. I think they're over it. I think they were thrilled to have him not be on it. But I think that's probably how they got away. I bet you he was home with the kids a lot of the time. And just like she has to go do her job. Someone has to watch these kids. When he grabbed the production guy's butt, did he admit to that? Like, did he get... Like, did he say, yes, I did it. And I was attracted to him. Or did he say, oh, it was a joke. I was just being funny. Like, what was his, what was, it was that about? It was a whole thing too. Like a lawsuit, I think. It was a whole thing. No. I think something. Was the guy, wait, wait. Was the guy whose butt he grabbed, it was a guy, right? A man. Yeah. Okay. And what? And is the guy, is that production guy gay? Do we know? Is he a gay or I is he straight? I do not think so. I'm Googling it. People are okay. rolling their eyes now, but people, I speak to hundreds of people. And I don't, I focus on who I know in the real world. I don't remember every detail. Um, uh-huh. He with cameraman. So he was a cameraman. Michael Darby was previously, yes, he was cleared. I, I do remember this now. A felony oh, okay. assault, felony assault, as well as improper sexual contact after a Montgomery County, this is People Magazine, by the way, after a Montgomery County court dismissed the charges due to insufficient evidence. So they're right. So Potomac ended by airing previously unseen footage that appeared to show Michael Darby seconds after an incident that a cameraman alleged to be sexual assault. So, right. So this is all grabbed and groped. So, but it was dismissed. And like you heard on the, you heard on air at the time, hey, bud, you are right. The man, the cameraman said, please don't do that. Okay, Michael said, the man said, please don't do that. Michael said, okay. And then walked over to Ashley. Whoa. And then, hey, Mike, the man said, as Michael walked away, hold on, Mike, Mike, hold on, hold on. I mean, I remember this when it happened. I just remember the details. And then Michael said, I didn't touch your butt. I didn't touch your butt. Come on, I'll get a beer. So. Oh, God. Yes. So, I mean. He's gay. He's, I think he's gay. I mean, that plus wanting so. to suck Juan's dick. I mean. Was he serious about that? Was I, that real? Or was, I, that, was did, he being he funny? He said it. I didn't take it as serious. Did you hear him say but, it? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you say it on the show? I get that Google out again. I, mean, I don't. God, let me this- see. I don't. I know. Like, I don't remember if that was. I don't think that was said. Was that said on air? Um, it's again. I don't think he was so serious. But oh yeah, yeah. What, what the? What, what is he? What was he? What, what? What? What is he thinking? Good is going to come out of that. It's like we finally know which Potomac husband Michael was talking about. We finally got the answer. Did you do? Yeah, I would suck his Mike. All we've been wondering who Michael's Darby's comment was. So he made a comment. I would suck his dick. Where did he make? She was whatever since I said she heard. Robin said she heard other the words at a birthday party. Yeah, I don't think we heard Michael actually say it. It's to the best of but my they, but memory. They, but- but on the reunion, they all agreed that it was said. Even Ashley yeah, agreed that he like, said it. No, so but I don't. I don't remember if we actually saw this being said. But yeah, nobody's really arguing with the fact that it was said. And um, even Michael, I don't think actually has said. Oh, I said those exact words. But I don't. He's never denied it. So okay, yeah, the guy's just a little strange. Let's just leave like, it at that. He's a and and and, and, and Ashley. That is probably why some of the people don't necessarily have a good read on you because it's hard to get past who you're married to. It, whether you like it or not, that's probably how we feel. Yes. Hashtag truth. Yes, and yes, and <laughs> she will be back to see another day, even though we tune out when she's on because I think Robin will save her job because I think Robin's the first sacrificial lamb. I think now, she's a pretty girl. Ashley pretty or girl. Robin? Yeah. See, Both I don't find I don't find either of them so pretty. Good looking, believe it or not. Oh, I think I think Ashley's I think Ashley's pretty, and I think she has a great great figure, and I think that Robin's pretty. I don't like I don't like the the hair so much at the reunion, but regardless, that that doesn't matter. But I do I think find that Giselle both though I find Giselle and Candace, and I, I find Wendy pretty, but I find Giselle and Candace to be both the two of them drop dead gorgeous, literally gorgeous. Yep. Yeah. Go, like drop okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about ultimate girls trip. Finally. Which everybody, people have gone insane. So I, I stand by my, I think that because of New York and the seriousness, I think this was just like, we're going to be lighthearted here. Just I what think. the doctor ordered. Mm-hmm. Just what the, like who knew that? Listen, I had mixed feelings when I heard this was happening it's so good. I have not talked to one person that doesn't love this show. Is it over? Like, is it five episodes and it's finished now? Or is no, it, are we more have coming more. Out? We have more. Oh, oh, good, good, good. Okay. I mean, I even love like, okay, so we have like every incarnation of Housewives ever has the theme song. They're all different, but they're all the same. I even love the theme song, Housewives in the right. Island. It's yeah. like- who knew this is like what we needed? Like who knew? Who who came up with this? Who whose brainchild was this? Do we know? No, we do not yeah. know. But it is 
so right. It's so smart. It's perfect. Perfect. Smart. So like, okay. So what has shocked you the most? Yeah, I guess that like what, what shocks you the most? Um, so far the, the, the thing that surprised me the most, and I was just kind of taken back was Cynthia. She came off to me as a little jealous and a little bit of a Debbie downer. Like she just lost her fun. She lost her sparkle. She lost like her mojo and she didn't, she didn't seem like she wanted to partake in it. And, and, you know, it was like, she just wanted to show up there with Kenya and, you know, form this like bond and not let the other women in and, and not be in the moment of the, of the trip. She just, she's, she just seems like she's like lost her spark and she seemed jealous. She seemed flat out jealous of what of Kenya. Yeah. Kenya. I was, I, let me say this. I, I've at moments enjoyed Kenya in the beginning, not so much. And then I was like, Oh no, I kind of, you know, her, listened to a little bit more of her story and where she came from and watching, you know, the relationship that she didn't have with her mom and, you know, and her sharing her life. And I was like, okay, I get her. I, I really like her. You know, I don't know that I want to hang out and be friends. Cause she, she can be rough a little bit too, but I, I really, really like Kenya. And I felt like Kenya came with a clear conscience, wanted to have fun, open to everyone. And Cynthia wanted to shut her down from the word go. Kenya's had a good year. She was also on Dancing with the Stars. So okay, she's had a good year. She's put some money in the bank because this plus Dancing with the Stars, that, that increased your bank account. She looked great. I am shocked the most about Cynthia too, just in the sense of like, I would have thought the easiest going least drama would be around Cynthia out of every person. And Kyle too. Those are the two that I would be like, there'll be no drama surrounding either of these two people. And I was shocked that Cynthia, now I do have a theory. I do have a theory. Okay. Okay. Well, so you don't watch Atlanta, right? I didn't see the last season, but I've seen it before. I know who Kenya is. I know who Cynthia is. I know, I know they're, you know, I, I know who they are. Well, I mean, mostly because of COVID, the last season was also bad. It was off. And as soon as it was ending, it was just like, listen, people have been saying for years that Cynthia's on the chopping block. I mean, she's been there for 11 seasons. And wow. this year it was like her or Candy. And that was what you heard about. And you're like, okay, once again, where we say Dorit, because process of elimination, it will be Uh Dorit, the process of elimination. When I'm like, out of everyone that you have an option of, it is going to be Cynthia. That's like, let me put my money on Cynthia. And it was Cynthia. So I feel when this- Oh, she's gone? She's gone from Atlanta. Oh, okay. So it wasn't filming- when this, like, it was all again, like this did come first, but the buzz, but Atlanta was over. So the buzz was out there. And I really feel 
that Cynthia's made a statement that she's left and all this other stuff, which I'm not even going to touch because I've had Mike Hill on the show and he is phenomenal. Whatever it is, I just think that Cynthia knew she wasn't coming back. This is my true feeling. And that she was like, let me try to bring it back. Because it wasn't decided when this was filmed, who was coming back to Atlanta. So I think it was kind of like, let me try to prove that I'm, deserve to be back. And I think Cynthia doesn't, she'll never, this is, listen, Cynthia has a career now. Cynthia is on E! Daily Pop and Access Hollywood. Cynthia, like you and I talk about like, what are you going to do after you throw yourself in the fire? There's no coming okay. back because you acted like a total lunatic on TV. And right. there truly is, you are a babbling idiot that nobody in the real world is going to employ. Cynthia sure. never went there. And I talked about that with right. her husband. Cynthia's a class act all the way. And she's now yes. on like Access Hollywood and she was on E. Great. Like she's gonna, she's already has gifts She'll be as fine. an entertainment reporter. Great. I just think before all of that, to me, this might she have been trying like to her save last, her job. Right. And like she can't, she's not gonna throw herself in the fire, but this is Cynthia's best way of like trying being dramatic. And, Gosh, good, and, been- and power to her that she can't really do it like a Nini or anyone because now she's like, you haven't groomed anything. Like you didn't act like a fool. Do you know what I mean? Agree. I think she could have, if she would have brought like more of like a fun and maybe she was trying when she brought the Bailey Q and some of her games or whatever, she was trying to be playful and sexy and, you know, and all these things. And it was just missed because her, the, the, the jealousy thing, or maybe insecurity issue was already kind of rearing its ugly head. Maybe that, you know, it, it eclipsed her fun side. But I think if she could have focused a little bit more on being lighthearted, she's so drop dead gorgeous. I mean, my gosh, she's the face on that woman is stunning. Gorgeous. If, gorgeous. If she could have just embraced just being this classic, elegant, fun, beautiful woman and let the insecurity of maybe thinking her job was in jeopardy fall to the wayside. She could have done it because she is a, she's, she's, she's an OG. Like to me, like she's just, you know, you think of if, if someone said name, like the housewives from Atlanta, she'd be one of the first names that rolled off my tongue. So, you know, she's synonymous. Yeah. She's synonymous with Atlanta to me, but it's because she's always carried herself. So you know, so she just like had great self-esteem and she kind of knew who she was and she was funny and she was elegant and she just, you know, she held herself to a little bit of higher standard. And now with this, I just felt like, oh, wow, I had no idea that you were jealous and maybe a little insecure. Like, I didn't want to see that from her. I was shocked and like, not in a bad way. And like, listen, when it came down to like, okay, people are saying Cynthia or Candy and you're like, well, that makes sense because it's not going to be Kenya. You're just like, it's not going to be Candy over Cynthia. Like that was the thing. Like Candy, people say, doesn't really bring so, so much, but Candy is Candy. I mean, she had a whole career before this. And I'm like, if there's a choice between Cynthia and Candy, it will be Cynthia. Just that's how it works. Whether, again, I'm just telling you how producers, this is the producer no, mind. I'm no, like, no, no, I, I If someone asked me if I had to pick between Cynthia and Candy for the show, I would definitely say Candy just because she's got the mom drama with the husband. You know, you saw more of her kids and the baby daddy. You just saw 
Candy gets a little like raunchy at times. There's there's more entertainment there, where Cynthia just is pretty much even keeled, always bringing elegance and beauty, and you know she's just yeah. And mind but, you, eleven years, baby, like job well done. That's a long like time. no one's yeah. no one's saying that you're yeah. like you know. No, so, she's awesome. Like that's just my theory. But she laughed. She made a statement, and she laughed. And like, look, I mean who wants to go back now? Like keep doubling down on E E daily pop and access. I mean, she's on access Hollywood Serious. with Mario Lopez. And then I'm like, this is a wow, perfect job for you. You know, not regular every day, but she's done it enough. Like this is like, you could be, she could picture her on a red carpet asking what, what are you wearing? Like, right. Go, go do that. Like forget about housewives. I mean, when, when Kenya was tearing Ramona up, and she was like, who here? And when they were the book, has Ramona all offended? And she was, she said, Teresa. And Teresa's like, well, yeah, she offended me. And then she goes, uh, what's her name? I'm like, no, 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 no. When she got to Cynthia, Melissa? Cynthia it's like, and they uh, have the music, you know, and Cynthia just kind of is like, well, let me think about this. And I thought, holy cow, let it go. Your friend right now is like fully engaged with this woman who's been insulting the whole time. She's literally turned around and enlisted you to have her back. And you're still not willing to put your sword down against her. She, she was not willing to just like have Kenya's back in that moment when it was kind of like a do or die. Well, they have said Cynthia, I think I've read more interviews with Cynthia where Cynthia said her friendship with Kenya is changed from this experience. And they're talking and work like it's come it back, but it's changed. I don't think it's. And then Portia was just on Watch What Happens and is like, Andy was like, can they solve this? And Portia was like, yeah, next season on RHOA. And Andy was like, no, Cynthia's not on. And Portia was like, oh, then no, then it, it's it's over. They'll, they'll it's never done. speak again. Like it was for the show. That's just what Portia said. Being like, this doesn't shock what? me. Like once they're off the show, of course they're not friends anymore. Right. But what did, what did Kenya do that was so, because she came late to the, to the Bailey queue and she got the macaroni and cheese, the, the macaroni and goddamn cheese before anyone else. What, I don't, what was her I don't understand what, was, what they're fighting about really either. I guess Cynthia feels with the Bailey queue. I guess you didn't have my back when I mean, look at who would have predicted Cynthia and Kyle having an issue when Kyle was like, I don't want to say who's the prettiest and Cynthia got mad so I think Kenya didn't really have her back and she came late. And then maybe Kenya thinks the same thing. Like I'm going to the mat with Ramona. So it's like both of you, neither of you had each other's back. Maybe that's it. Cause I don't really see a huge fight. Like I don't really understand what the, but the, Cynthia said it, it's changed our relationship and we're repairing it and speaking, but it didn't sound like it was right back on track. I just, I, I mean, listen, this is, I, j- this is just my perception, not knowing much about them missing last season. I, I don't watch Atlanta religiously where I have such a strong opinion about it, but I feel like watching Cynthia that she kind of just in this time, uh, you know, during the something like lost her mojo. She lost her sparkle. Like she was either tired or she didn't feel good about herself or 
something was bothering her at home or her business life, personal, I don't know. But she wasn't, it didn't seem to me like she came in with a clear head to just be there in the moment where I think Kenya did. Kenya was ready to twirl and be Kenya, right? And fabulous and come out with the outfits on and makeup and get all, all glam. And I think Cynthia just didn't, she didn't have her A game. And, and, and she just didn't feel like it was like a, yeah, that's what I think. I, I think she just didn't, I, I just don't think like she felt like she was. Well, even whether you left on your own or not, whatever, she made a statement, like it's still, even if you're leaving, so you left on your own, but you're still with a bunch of people that are technically not leaving. That would, like, if you know you're probably gonna resign, you would still be like, you know what I mean? Like these people, I, I don't have something in common with these people now. Like I'm kind of over it. I'm moving on to the next phase of my life. And, and why should you like, honestly, why should you gear up and give so much if you know you're not coming back? Why should you serve it up for them and, and run the risk of like having backlash if you said or did something wrong right. for what? And go out on a bad note. And the rumor is, I mean, I usually with these rumors- I didn't know she was off the show off and the rumor i mean i think they got 200 grand each for the seven days so you're not going to say no to two hundred thousand dollars to for seven days at work like sure why not i i wonder how much time from the time that they started talking about the show to where they left for the show you know like when bravo called them and hey we have this idea we're offering it to you do you want the contract this is how many days this is when we're filming this is the money till the time they left because women are funny. We like to prepare mentally, be in shape, you know, and it was funny because almost every one of them at a specific time commented on, were they two pounds overweight, three pounds underweight, five pounds over, how they felt about their bodies, their clothes. I mean, the packing, it, it, you're, a, a female's game, especially in this arena of women, it is so much about what you're presenting. And if everything wasn't on point, if you're not feeling great about your body, your hair, your nails, your clothes, your shoes, your makeup, it affects you. As crazy as that sounds, as crazy as that sounds, trust me when I tell you that's the truth, people. (laughs) Who... Right. So, no, I mean, I I could see that. And And I do think Cynthia shocked me the most... I mean, anyone, Ramona's Ramona. I mean, there's a lot of people that are saying like, this is the Ramona show. The whole thing is about Ramona. Whole thing. She was so, her, her behavior, my God. When she was, when she was kind of, you know, sent away and she left the table and she was up in her room looking at herself and saying how she looks cute. And I think I'm cute and just kind of having, and I'm like visually seeing that, what she's looking at, there's a cameraman and there's someone there filming her and she's twirling in front of the mirror by herself and talking to herself like, yeah, this woman is like slightly delusional. You think? Welcome to the party, Catherine. Ramona delusional? No, I've never heard that before. Oh my God. We Now listen, 
you're not going to follow us this Saturday on Patreon because this conversation is going to continue. We are going to break down Girls Trip with Catherine and the highlight, I think, of this conversation this Saturday on Patreon with Catherine is, you know, because Catherine doesn't read all the blogs and she's not, you know, up on, you know, everything that's going on. She's up on a lot. But I break it to her and tell her who the cast is of Girls Trip 2. So you have to listen to this. When she finds out it's, you know, her old friends, you know, Miss Taylor Armstrong and Brandy Glanville, you know, and then she hears Vicky and Tamron. I mean, Dorinda, she's just, we, you guys, you have to tune in for that. We dissect Girls Trip, hot takes on Girls Trip part one. This conversation continues. You know, we talk a lot about a lot of other stuff, but the highlight for me is we really break down what is coming on Girls Trip 2, this whole cast. You have to hear Catherine's reaction when she finds out it's like Brandy and Taylor. And then Catherine and I go off the rails and we just talk about our wish list. Like, who do we want for Girls Trip 3 and 4 and 5 and 6? And let's not forget, Catherine is an ex-housewife, just like all these other people on Girls Trip. So we also talk about, hey, Catherine, what if they call you? How's that conversation going to go? I mean, she is a superstar here on Behind the Velvet Rope. So we talk about that and just our fantasy wish list for the future of Girls Trip and what's going to happen if Catherine ever gets that call. So tune in this Saturday as this conversation continues with Miss Catherine Edwards. And as Catherine stated in the beginning of this two-part so far chat. She is about to head off to Hawaii with Donnie and a whole bunch of veterans. So I don't want this to get, you know, lost in the shuffle. Um, It is in our Patreon chat as well. But, you know, Catherine asked me to share this with the main feed. So here's a little excerpt of, you know, what Catherine has going on. Uh, You know, she's leaving for Hawaii with all the veterans and Donnie. So I just want to share this with you. And... I hope you guys enjoy Saturday. It's coming. It's only a few days away. We're going to break this all down. Girls Trip 1, Girls Trip 2, and Girls Trip 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and hopefully many, many more. I'll be yes. watching your trip on Instagram. I'll be looking at Please your Please do. And, and, and anyone that's listening, put this on the regular part. You, you tell them, follow us at bdf.org, um, and then we're Best Defense Foundation on Instagram. All written out. Best defense I'll, foundation. I'll put it in the um the show notes too. Yeah, please. Because someone I don't know who, but at least one or two people DM'd and they said like, "I love when Catherine talks about this. Can she talk more uh-huh. about it?" So Thank I'll put you. this with like the front part, so people do hear that part of it too. Good. It's not profit. So all right, yeah. keep in touch. Enjoy your trip. Mwah. Thank you. Tell Donnie hello. Tell the veterans hi, and I'll I'll talk to I you will. soon. All right, sweetie. Big kiss. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. 
And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.